Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name's Charlie. My clean date is December 17th, 2012. I attend meetings in the Sarasota, Florida area of NA, the Suncoast area. My home group is Spiritual Principles at Noon online meeting. September 12th, individuality, openness, and our spiritual lives. Each of us finds our own way to live spiritually, and that allows us freedom to make choices about how we live. That's from Living Clean, Chapter 3, a spiritual, not religious program. Throughout our literature, in meetings, from the podium, over a coffee or tea, During late-night phone calls, alone in quiet meditation or prayer, we're reminded that NA is a spiritual program. Whatever our individual beliefs or practices or methods or paths are or aren't, whether they be secular or religious, or do not fit within that binary, we can't deny that spirituality is central to a life of recovery in NA. Who we are spiritually and how we express that aspect of our individuality is unique to us though we may use elements from all kinds of traditions, or none at all. Many of us can, and will, easily explain our relationship with our higher power. For many others, it's not intelligible through words, and it's private, something we'd rather not share about in a specific way. For NA members, the road to recovery is paved by the same 12 steps, yet the journey we choose is varied. Our path to living spiritually is personal, though there's some commonality and mutual understanding derived from the principles that appear throughout this book. Application of these principles is based on our individual needs and desires. We respond differently to everyday situations. We see through our own lenses and react to events in our own ways. And how we connect to the program and its principles and spiritual nature most often doesn't look the same when we're new as when we've become more comfortable in our own skin or as we undergo life's upswings and tragedies. As we continue our recovery journey, we find the steps prepare each of us to meet our individual circumstances. Reciprocity is important here too, as described by a member. You have your own spiritual expression in your beliefs, and I have mine. That I can be my own person in NA reminds me that as you let me be me, I must let you be you. My aim is to be open to the rich mosaic of spiritual expression I find in N.A. I'll explore and nurture my own beliefs as I apply the principles in our steps. Thank you for allowing me to read. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Clear. Welcome, Clear. What's happening? Hey, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Clear, you're going to speak on, on the reading for September 12th. But first, could you tell us, uh, your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Yeah, so I um, my clean date is the 17th of January 2015. 
Um, I currently my home group is the Architects, uh, which is a Zoom meeting. Uh, I think it's been going for about two years now, three o'clock UK time. Um, I think it's about 6 a.m. Uh, US time. Um, and actually, other than that, I, I've just attend a lot of Zoom meetings. It's been a bit of a blessing, to be quite honest. Um, but I have a also have a home group, which is my US sponsorship family. So I meet at uh, two o'clock. No, it's, uh, it's changed times actually about one o'clock in the morning. Um, I meet for that for an hour. Oh, fantastic. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that, that, that's really neat how how like online platforms allow us to just to link up with anybody just about any time. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think my recovery blew up when COVID came. It's one of the best things that that actually happened yeah, in my, in my hear that sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a wild ride. All right, Claire, we're going to pivot to the reading. Can you share your thoughts on individuality, openness and in our spiritual lives? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm having a read of this um, reading today and, um, you know, it, it really resonates in terms of where I'm at in my recovery and my, what, how I got my sponsor and that process that I went through and, you know, how I've been able to in, individualize it as well. And, you know, when I came into into recovery and I was told to get a sponsor and I, I actually listened to this yesterday, I think it was actually today's reading and someone was talking about how they got their sponsor and what they what they really looked for. And, you know, and I, and I definitely related to that. You know, I, I looked for what I thought I wanted out of my recovery. And mm. I think that was a significant point for me. It was what I wanted out of my recovery. I, you know, I wanted to be fully functioning. I wanted to have a job. Um, what I didn't know that I wanted was to live a spiritual life um, and, I, and I actually didn't know how to get that I you know I wasn't I didn't come into recovery like many people have shared you know prior to me and, and will share after me I never came into recovery knowing what honesty meant I certainly didn't think that I wasn't honest I'm um, I thought it was one of the best friends you were ever going to have I thought I had integrity and honesty and you know and, and that I was a solid um, entity in your life. And, you know, and, and through my step work, I realized that that wasn't, wasn't the case, but I didn't realize that that was the area that I struggled with the most. Mm -hmm. um, and so at spirituality, um, you know, first off, it took me a long time to challenge my internal belief system that I, you know, this wasn't a religious program. I, I knew it wasn't a religious program. And yet every time I got challenged, it, I would turn it into a religious program. Well, did, um, you, did, did you come in with some stark beliefs about uh, spirituality or or about religion did you did you bring did you bring any of those those pieces into recovery I think I realized when I through the step work that I did particularly step four when I looked at my resentments mm -hmm. I realized that I had a very um structured belief system around religion and spirituality I, I thought you couldn't practice spirituality unless you had a religion behind it and I oh right I, yeah of Buddhism, um, I thought Buddhism was a you know, was a was a religious program. I, I know it's I know it's not, um, but at that point I did. And every time I came to a challenge around having to practice a spiritual principle, I would turn it into a religious practice, and that gave me almost the get out of jail card to be able to say, no, I'm not going to do this because this is this is too in line with my ingrained belief around religion. And um, and and so it took a long time. It took actually. I'd probably say about four years for me to get to a place where I wasn't trying to pinpoint what spirituality looked like. I wasn't trying to pinpoint what my higher power looked like every time. And I, and I, I'm quite category categorically defined in that. If you ask me what my, what my higher power looks like, I'm going to come out the conversation because every time I try to look 
every time I try to put that into a into a into a figure, um, I go towards a religious aspect. And actually, I'm really comfortable in my spirituality. I'm really comfortable in my higher power. And you know, and I am one of those that I went back to the meetings. Um, and and you know, when I looked at the individuality of stuff, you know, it, it took me probably about two years ago. I looked and refined a sponsor, and uh, and I realised that what I really wanted out of a out of a sponsor and what I wanted out of my program, I wanted to know how to live a spiritual life. Well, that's um, a big change, isn't it? From when you from when you were getting clean to like finding a place now is like, wow, you know what I really desire? I, I would like to grow in this area. I would like to have this part of my life, you know, enhanced and and. Uh, Man, that you know when I when I hear people share things like this, it's, it's like, damn, NA NA changes us so much that you 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 remember people telling us like if we if we would write down the changes that we want to see happen within us when we got clean, how we would cut ourselves so short. Is it that's one of the most truest statements? Complete. And it, and if I'd have written that, if I'd have, if I'd have been able to look from where I am now to where I was. And I was to look at, if I'd have written that down and looked at two pieces of paper, my first piece of paper would have absolutely told you how I wanted to be seen in society. It would have, it mm. would have been dreams and hopes around what this program could give me to become a fully functioning member of society. And maybe some other people's validation, right? Like they see you, hey, you know what, you're making these progress. Yeah, yeah. I identify with that, yeah. It's completely different because what I want to be, you know, when I when I looked at a new sponsor and I, the sponsor I've got at the moment and my sponsorship group in the US that I go to, um, what I really got value from that was that, you know, I I'd always looked for a sponsor who I, I wanted what they had, um, and actually what what became really difficult in that was that I always went towards what they gained, what their what physically they had in their life, what growth they. And this 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 sponsorship meeting, I got to see how people talked about their challenges in life, day to day life that I was always experiencing. And I got to see how they worked a spiritual principle around that. So, you know, I went for a challenging period of time over the last two and a half years. And and one of the spiritual principles I learned to do that I'd always tried to practice was not to gossip not to be judgmental and not to act out on my short, you know, on my defect into my shortcomings. And uh, those, and are, I got, those are a few big, heavy, heavy ask of ourselves. Okay. All right. How are you doing with it? Enormous. And you know what I, what I've learned is I, I don't practice spiritual principles with a smile on my face. I sit there mm. normally in a little bit of pain because one, I'm not used to that. And two, I come from a, I come from a background that if you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Sure. And it's difficult to practice and I had a particular situation that happened whereby somebody had caused me some pain and I and I had immediately gone into my past and attached that um, and one of the principles I was asked to practice was to not cause some harm to other people and I had to sit with my pain tight-mouthed I couldn't say anything I couldn't do anything I couldn't react look myself and the other the I can I can just feel like the folks listening to this when we hear that it's like a, ugh, yeah. like that's that's not a good. Okay, all right, go. Yeah, it, yeah. It was really, it was a really challenging time for me. But you know what? I came out of it. Um, I came out of the other side having not harmed anyone. I came out the other side having not harmed me. 
I came out the other side having not gossiped. So I didn't, I didn't unvalidate anyone's experience. I didn't make sure that they were never welcomed in NA because that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to as many people as I possibly can in my process and I'm going to make sure that they take my side. And then when you turn up, you're not welcome mm. and you're, f- and so it was a really, you know, I, and I, and I did it through gritted teeth. I cried a lot. I processed a lot, but it was one of my, you know, one of the biggest experiences I've ever had around spiritual principle is that I, I made a decision when I came in, I, I had a, a, about three months when I first came into recovery, where I really struggled to put down a substance, an individual substance. And uh, when I finally did, I made a decision at that point. So on the 17th of, of January, I made that decision um, that I was not, that my, it was not enough for me to just be clean. It, it just wasn't. I had to, it had to be all in. And if I wasn't going to be all in, I was going to go back out. So, and that was really important because I find without knowing back then, I made a decision that I would implement spiritual principles in my life. And I don't get it right all the time at all. Right. But I tell you what, I tell you what I do now um, acknowledge is that I don't take it to an extent that I used to because I don't want to be making an amends to you in, in my clean time. I don't want to be eight, you know, coming up to seven and a half years clean. I do not want to be making an amends to you on shit that I was doing 10 years ago. Like I want to, hmm. I don't want to make an amends. I don't want to, and I've got some amends to make in my, in my recovery, but I don't want to, I don't want to build them up. Um, that momentum, you know, and that, and that, that the old timer used to talk to us a lot about, Hey, if you have some spiritual momentum in a season of your recovery, fucking keep it going keep it going because like the big picture is like when, when 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 you're rocking with something like that you're saying hey look somebody's hurt me and i and i didn't and, and i like how you gave that that you painted that picture of like gritted teeth it wasn't fun it didn't feel good i made it on the other side i didn't hurt anybody else and you know when we hurt other people like we're hurting ourselves it may take us a little while to see it, but but that's exactly what we're doing too and, and didn't cause pain you have that momentum now it's like all right carry that in it becomes, yeah. you know, care, keep going with that, keep going with that. And, and, and that's an awakening of our spirit, period. Yeah. When we take no, a look I, back and that's, we're, we're awakened spiritually when we can look at ourselves saying, hey, fuck, I'm in the recovery process right now. Like I'm in the solution right now. I, I actually remember as true to form of my, my sponsor at that point, um, I, had to do, I had to make an amends to this person. And, and what I realized in that amends was that I'd hurt her in the very way that my trauma from my past had, had, had caught up with me. And, and they were just equal. Like everything that had happened in my past and how I'd felt and why I'd been so triggered, I made this person feel like that. And it was really difficult to be able, but also the, one of the most enlightening processes I've ever been, been through, uh, to actually make an amends to somebody for the harm that I've caused them while feeling that harm. Um, and it was just... You know, and again, a re, re, reaffirming of my belief that actually it's a whole lot easier to, to pause and, and implement the basics of spiritual principles, even if that is just to keep my goddamn mouth shut, <laughs> goddamn mouth shut um, and, and to not harm anybody else. It's so much easier at that point. And, you know, I have sat for, I've sat for, hours crying about it i've i've got angry with my sponsor i've got angry with my recovery friends but you know i found that it's a real reminder that spiritual principles are an ingrained practice and 
I'm I'm not going to become dandy. I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not this spiritual entity because I practice a spiritual program. I'm a human being that feels all of the emotions and conflict that goes with doing something I'm not used to doing. Um, mm. And and what I found really really important when it comes to individuality, you know, I I found it really important to surround myself with people that that work spiritual principles. I don't want to I don't want to be in gossip. I don't want to be in um, I don't want to be in like, you know, where you go to a meeting and somebody makes somebody feel uncomfortable or you sit there having a coffee and it's a good old, like, let's talk about what they talked about. Or, yeah, I don't want to be part of that because it's really comfortable for me. It was, it was, it's the using without the using. It's the, it, it's decision. It goes against the decision I made when I first came in. It's not enough to be clean. I have to work a program. I'm, I don't like myself when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm not using. So, why would I want to sit with myself? I want to change. Um, and I found, you know, I found I was allowed to do that by being in a place where I started surrounding myself with people that work a spiritual program. Um, because that taught me that through that process, through that, through, through, through sitting in a room with seven, seven other people that worked a spiritual program that would give and share their experience with me, I was allowed to, it, it was okay for me to, to act out on those shortcomings. But I have to make sure that if I'm going to act out on the shortcomings, I better have a mop and bucket and a brush because no one's saving my, no one's saving my backside. I'm going, to, I'm going to have to clear up my mess. But I'm held in a place where the people around me allow me to experience that. And they show me, not, they don't direct me, they don't, t they don't point fingers and, and tell me I should have done something different. They direct me through their own experiences that that could have been done differently. Um, and, I, and I've just found that I found that really beneficial to be able to um, to be individual in that because I, I actually remember sitting with a friend once who told me that um, I didn't have a God in my life because I didn't pray on my knees, mm. and and then I remember reading my step the the, the narrative of the step ten uh, of the step eleven in the golden green, which states that there are different forms to meditate and different forms to pray. Um, I wish somebody had told me that on step three. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the spiritual process, I, I, it's been invaluable to surround myself with people that actually, that's what I want of a programme. I don't want somebody who's clean. I want somebody who's working spiritual principles and, and, and willing to change their behaviour to work within the construct of what I believe NA is. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.